everyone, and welcome to a special edition of Stage Whisper we are calling the Broadway Bulletin. We will be releasing these small mini episodes twice a week, every Tuesday and Sunday, recapping the shows we have seen and following the reopening of Broadway here in New York City. We look forward to sharing these experiences with you and hope that you will also engage with us about your return to the theater through one of our many social media platforms. So with that, let's get into our first show. Please listen carefully. We are so thrilled to be back in the city we love. And for our first show, we both went to, the, to a theater we have never been to. In the West Village, we attended the uh, New York Theater Workshop's production of Sanctuary City at the Lucille uh, Laurel, excuse me, at the Lucille Lordal Theater. The first thing I want to mention is, you know, there are new guidelines. Pr- yeah, guidelines to go see theater, and the check-in process it was great and seamless. They checked your ID, your vaccine card. Masks were required the whole time. It felt like just checking into a bar. Yeah, like and it, it went so quickly. A lot yeah. of people were concerned this is going to be a super huge long holdup. No. no, instead of like when they walk down the line and they used to like use a stick thing and they check your purse. Mm-hmm. Now they just walk down. You show them your ID and your vaccine card. Boom, it's got over. Yep. And most tickets now are digital. They just scan it on your phone. I, mm-hmm. There was no. I didn't notice any more. Uh, like, delay in time. No, no, so, not at all. Yeah. Uh, I felt very safe. Yeah. And, you know, and it also it felt like everyone in the theater, from the audience to the cast to the crew, because we all were vaccinated, wearing masks, we were all working together for a common goal. Right. No one was trying to take off their yeah. mask unnecessarily throughout no. the show, which was great. Yeah. The subject matter. I felt it was fabulous. It was important for the time then and now. Thought mm-hmm. that was great. Um, and... I was just going to say that the show takes place in like... 2006. Yes, 2006. So, um... And obviously we'll get it when we cover the show in an episode. We'll get into it more. But I, I there were a lot of important things and I went, ah, this makes more sense then than it would for now. But mm-hmm. that's what made it intriguing. It had a very unique take on its staging and the way that it told the story. I Yeah, and I really loved that, which... Um, you, the use of lights and sounds to incorporate, which the next point being, it felt like memory snapshots. Mm-hmm. They really use the lights and the sounds and the staging to create that mm-hmm. full-on, not just visual, but just multi-censored feeling. Yes, it. and so it made it was the design was very impactful to how the story was being told. And they never broke that 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 square that they were on until I felt like if it were a two act, that second act. You know, right. which I thought was also very important to do because when it happened in the play, that's where I was like, oh, yeah, we're breaking all sorts of boundaries, so you might as well break that boundary of of that. Exactly. Um, and then I think the last thing we should just mention on this, since this is just uh, like a mini thing. Yeah, just a little thing. Um, the theater... Had is, that old theater smell. Mm-hmm, and it was great. Uh, you walked in and you were just like, old theater. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, this show really was great. What a great way to kick off her return to the city. Uh, the show runs there until October 17th, and uh, I think it's also important that it's running during this uh, month. Right, because it's National Hispanic and uh, Latinx uh, Heritage Month. Yeah, which, yeah, 
given the subject matter and the performers and that, very important. Go check it out. The second show we saw was our official return to Broadway and our first musical since the pandemic began. Tonight we attended Come From Away at the Gerald Schoenfeld Theater. Couple things to note about this one. It is just as good as always. It is breathtaking and electric. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though they have new cast members, the show is just as good as the original cast. Full disclosure, I cried throughout the show. Like, I had to remind myself throughout the show that it was real. This wasn't me driving around, working, listening to the album, and reimagining it. Like, this was real life. I was here at the theater, I was seeing this live. And I was just crying that this was happening. It was, uh. And the show was really sharp. Um, and I love that there was a few new touches, you know, just some new beats with emphasis on lines to really draw out some comedic moments and some dramatic moments. Uh, mm-hmm. So they didn't just sit idle during the shutdown. You could tell a lot of people went to work and spruced some stuff up, which was right, really Right, and did great. some book work, um, yeah. which was really awesome. Um, The thing I love about this show is, I mean, this is going to sound really grim, but it takes me back to what happened on 9-11, but it leaves me filled with hope um, even after a tragedy. So it really just restores my faith in humanity. Which is something we need right now more than Exactly. I have to say I laugh really, really hard. Um, There are some lines in there that pre-pandemic didn't land, and there are some lines now that I'm like, oh, my God. Like when she says... You know, the Lions Club is looking for any toilet paper if you can spare it. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so much funnier now. And then all of a sudden it comes back with, for God's sake, stop bringing toilet paper to the Lions Club. (laughs) And I'm just like, yeah, that one hits a little different now. But you're exactly right. It shows that there are good people in a time of crisis who put others' needs first. And we needed that. Um, I love the lighting on the rain moment. I never noticed that before. I didn't either. Something's missing Mm -hmm. on the backdrop. Um, and I want to mention something. I have to mention this. I know this is supposed to be brief and short, but this show deserves everything. Q Smith, um, who plays Hannah, among other people, really had, to me, had the standout performance tonight. Oh, yeah. She was one of the people with the really accentuated funny lines and the really heartbreaking performance. And I just found myself being like... I'm drawn to you. I was with her every step of the way, no matter what character she was. She's been there since the beginning, and I felt like she reinvented everything about it in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. And it's not like she overshadowed anyone, but I was just like, this is incredible. And so, kudos to her. Last thing I want to mention is, I felt like the audience really seemed hyper-engaged. Like, we've seen this show numerous times, and I felt like they were really laughing and crying and... Just reacting. so happy to be there and, like, 100% just, like, into the story. Absolutely. They really were reacting, I felt, especially to the relationship between Nick and Diana. You heard a lot of, like, oh, you know, and they were clapping along when they were doing the, uh, the uh, who went to bring initiate them as Newfoundlanders, you know. And I was oh, just yeah. like, wow, normally people just, like, clap to, like, politely clap, like, yeah, you did a good job, or you'll cry, or you'll laugh at the right moment. And everybody was just, like, reacting like it was real life. And I was like... Well, it was like they were almost, they wanted to be in the story, because you wanted to be a part of that community. Yes. So, 10 out of 10, would recommend. 
You can catch Come From Away eight times a week. Gerald Schoenfeld Theater. Tickets are on sale at least through next year, I'm sure. Don't miss it. And this concludes our first episode of the Broadway Bulletin. Be sure to tune in for our... Uh, Tune in to our next edition, coming out every Tuesday and Sunday. Until next time, I'm Hope Bird. And I'm Andrew Cortez, reminding you to turn off your cell phone. Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Booga Blue by U.S. Army's Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Jesse Spillane, Jazzar, and Billy Murray. <laughs>